Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's going to let me live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated. Greetings, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Today's episode comes directly from the continent of Africa, more precisely out of the country of Ethiopia, where Brother Tim Dodd has been for the past several days, taking meetings before making his way to Uganda, where he is presently. Today, Sunday, October 15, Brother Tim Dodd will be taking some services throughout the week, including ministers' meetings, before he makes his way back home where we will debrief him and get a full uh, report on what the Lord did both in Uganda and in Ethiopia. But back to today's episode. I have Brother Tim Dodd here, who was gracious enough to send us this wonderful recording of uh, just a wonderful time of testimony and conversations with some brothers in Ethiopia, including Brother Morgus, pastor in Addis Ababa, Brother Tesfa, and just discussing the meetings that they've had, uh, supernatural testimonies and how the message continues to grow at an exponential rate and more doors are being opened. I trust this will be a blessing to you as we eagerly await for Brother Tim Dodd to return for more testimonies. We're here in Ethiopia with Brother Mogus and Brother Tesfa, who is from Hawassa and one of the ministers there and works with the people there in the church in Hawassa, where we've ministered before. We're sitting in the lobby of the hotel and uh, here with Brother Mogus and Brother Tesfa. So we're happy to hear of a testimony that recently happy, happened in the church in Hawassa. Uh, Brother Tesfa was sharing it with us and uh, it was taking place just very recently and the Lord was very gracious to one of the sisters and so we're very thankful for that. Uh, so Brother Mogus, God bless you. Uh, God bless you Brother Tim and I uh, just want to welcome you also once again here. Amen. And Brother Tesfa, God bless you. God bless you too Brother Tim and I'm saying also welcome. Now Brother Tesfa, you were telling us about the sister uh, that was very very sick. How sick was she? Uh, yeah, she was uh, deeply sick and until she, her uh, breast swelled and began even to smell something bad. So She had breast cancer, correct? Yeah, before 19 years, she, uh, she had a surgery. Before 19 years, okay. one nine. Then that thing uh, st- started again and began to uh, swell inside her. Okay. And it was uh, told that uh, like going to cancer. So it swells bad, so we were also worrying about her. Right. Yeah, because uh, she have uh, also, uh, what is called? Widow. Yes, a widow with four. Yes, a widow with four kids. Four children. Yeah. How old are the children? The children from six to 19. Six to 19. Yes. So the sister's a widow, she has four children, and she's very sick. How old would the sister be? About 50? Somewhere like that? Who? How many years? Uh, yeah, the, she's about maybe 38, 40. Oh, just young? Yeah. Okay. 40. My, very young to have that many children. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
you knew about this, but not everybody knew about this. All the church, no. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So recently you had your first communion. Is, yeah. Was it your first communion in Hawassa yes. as a church? And this was just after the Ethiopian New Year. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. And, and which is in, uh, we would say, in September. September 11th is the new year. September 11th is yeah. the new year. September 11th means something completely different in North America. <laughs> that, was, that was the day of the attacks on the towers in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, they commemorate that every year. So September 11th is the new year in Ethiopia. Ethiopia operates by a very different calendar. So after the new year, you had communion. How did that go? Actually, before the new year. Before the New Year. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, just brother Pastor Mugus come from Addis uh, to help us because we are new for uh, the communion uh -huh. and how to handle it. So he let us uh, teach also how to handle that uh, communion. So now, now some of that was new to the people. Yes, because uh, we are they, they train in 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 other way. Right. So yes. what was new to them? What was different about it for them? Yeah, because uh, we have been taking uh, in, in in the message way. That means we have been taking with real uh, wine. Okay. So. So you didn't do real wine before. No, we okay. don't. So there was also doubt. How can we do that? Uh huh. Uh, so, but he teach us, uh, and also we have been taking it uh, either day or night. It was not a problem before. Okay. So after he came, he teach us uh, when to take and why to take in the night. Right. Uh, and uh, what the, by what it is made. So right. uh, after we uh, taught this thing, there was two uh, sermons, uh, Lord's Supper and. Uh, uh, feet washing also. Okay. Was that the first time they did feet washing? Yes, yes, the first one. Okay. The, first, the first time. So just to um, just to repeat it, just for clarity, um, so the people had never had real wine with communion before. Did they use unleavened bread before? Maybe if can I help? Yeah. Mogus can help. Us. That, uh, okay. Since these believers in Awasa. Uh, all of them came from different backgrounds of denominations and we remember that uh, many denominations uh, take communion in different ways. Right. Some of them take uh, like the Vimtos and even they can take it in the daytime, in the morning. They don't know, they don't have the right revelation of what communion is. Right. So all these believers, after they believed, although the fellowship was begun about two years ago, mm -hmm. they have never had the commun Holy Communion service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this year, we were led just to, as he said, as Brother Tesfa said, uh, I needed to travel there and uh, to lead them uh, to the right communion as per the prophet's teaching. Right. How do we, when do we take the communion? What is even Holy Communion? Uh, how is the wine is prepared? How it is and when is this going to be taken? And all these things. So we had a service that evening. It was a Thursday. Uh, then, uh, as he was saying that they, they were... They, they didn't have, they didn't know what to do, or they were a bit confused. Sure. Meaning they didn't know how it is being taken or is handled. Right. Because uh, they came from different backgrounds, so they were very happy to understand what um, the prophet had had to teach about it. Amen. So after that, uh, there was a holy communion service. We took the holy communion 
In fact, before that, a month, I mean, a week ago, we also had it here in Addis. Okay. So I went there to assist them to okay. to take the Holy Communion. So I also had to take it, retake it with them. Okay. So after that, there was a a, a, a feet wash, I mean, session again. Right. So myself, I did not understand or I did not know that this sister who is sick right. and also there is another elder sister they were not in good terms for right. some things right so when uh, uh, let me uh, let me ask brother tesfa about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> so this sister it was her first time for foot washing and i think brother mogus explained to them don't just wash feet with your family yeah. but you know the, but it's the family of god yes. you know we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was given instructions. So this sister, um, nobody knew, but you knew that, that there was a little something between her and another sister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually there was something. Actually they end up, we, they reconciled. Yeah. But still I feel something. Right. And I was worrying about the issue uh-huh. because uh, I sense there will be something for this mother. Right. But uh, I fear that it will be obstacle. The bitterness. Right. So while I was uh, thinking that, he also told us to uh, change uh, with whom they are washed. Right. Yes. Unfortunately, they f- they the two met together. Okay. So one washed the other. Right. And she told me that while I was I was washing her, yeah, I was praying. Yeah. Lord, clean us. Yeah. Like this washer, water is cleaning us. Amen. By watching, by washing her, Amen. She was totally removing her from hurt also bitterness. Amen. So immediately after that, a power comes in her. She couldn't even sit uh-huh. in the in the chair. Yeah. She, she felt. She something anointed her. Yes. The Lord anointed yes. her. Yes. Yes. She, she felt can't. The power yeah. Of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But she said that I don't know. It it, it comes from my healing. Uh huh. I say I felt the power. But I don't know it was at that time right. just for my healing. It is right. after two days. Okay. The swell totally dry. After yeah. two days. After two days. Just two days after communion. Yes. Her swelling has gone it's down. Okay, yes. She's completely healed. Yes. Not only swelling, there is also a boil. Ah, it was boils. Yes. Okay. Just breasting, so yeah. dry. Completely dry. Completely dry. Amen. Yeah, Praise so be to God. Amazing, brother Tim. <laughs> Uh, as Brother Tesfa was mentioning that uh, he knew about the, the case, about the scenario, that mm-hmm. the, the, the two sisters was not in, the good, in a good terms. However, when uh, we just said, okay, don't just wash the, uh, you know, one another with the family members, just crisscross, you know, right. just go to another. So I did not know that they are, they are, she is meeting with this sister right. that she's not in good terms. Right. Then after they washed one another, I was, I was seeing when she was falling. Also, I did not know that she was sick, all that, but him, he, they knew. Right. So after that, we prayed together, and uh, now after 25 days, he comes here for your meeting. Uh-huh. Then he's giving the testimony that that swelling, the, 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 uh, they were even worried. She had four children. Right. And they were even worried how to, they thought maybe she would go with the Lord, because one day... They they've been thinking that she might go one day with the Lord, you know. Yeah, you were you were mentioning to me, Brother Tesfa, that you were worried about the children. Yes. What would you, what would, how would you handle the children? Yes. Who would take the children? Because yeah. it was that serious. Yes, yes, this much. Yeah, it was too serious because she don't she don't have nothing to do. Also, her uh, her uh, husband passed away three years ago okay. by accident. Ah. Now she they are, uh, they have nothing to work. 
Right. She'll be working, washing clothes, something like that, because of the sickness. Uh-huh. She stopped. Ah, okay. So unfortunately, even the church is helping or for the sure. uh, home also. Sure. Rent, uh, home, house, rent, something like that. Still, the brothers are helping her because of that. But now when these come, things come, those four, those four children going to become ours. Right. right. So we have been worrying about this. I have been telling to them, you are going to take two... <laughs> Two of them, you are going to bring them to Addis. Mogus, your family was going to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but God is, God is a better thinker. Yeah. The thing of it, what may really amazed me and what really touched me, brother Tim, is that uh, in the, from, the past, from that moment, from the two days, uh, shortly after the communion, after two days, she gives a testimony to them that all those pain disappeared Amen. completely as well disappeared and even uh, some sisters before that when they want to go and see her she would she used to hide herself mm-hmm. because there's uh, some some odor yeah, yeah so that so comes you know yeah. she's she's fearing and she's really de- depressed uh-huh. about it so uh-huh. now all that disappears Wonderful. and she rejoices with the uh, healing Hallelujah. and uh, I never knew uh, how how the Lord really, really work like that. Miraculously. Amen. Yeah, miraculously. It's wonderful. <laughs> now, Brother Tesfa, that also confirmed to the people that the order of communion was correct. Yes, that is a, that's a confirmation for the people. Right. Because the people was a little bit uh, challenged to take that alcohol. Uh, they think that context. because in our area, yeah. alcohol is completely ah, okay. forbidden. In, okay. Especially in the church, it is very... <laughs> a tough thing, so okay. so they have, they told me that uh, they have been questioning themselves, right? But God give gave to give them testimony also, right? Confirming, confirming, to them. yes, wonderful, yes. wonderful. No, that's absolutely a confirmation for yes. them. That's wonderful when God steps in and does something so supernatural, not just for the sister, which of course yes. He spared her life, yeah. but for the people to show them that He's God yes. and this is His word. Thank you, brothers, for sharing that yeah, with us. I just want to add this one minute. Also, this Holy Communion, you know, it's an order of God, and the prophets uh, taught it properly about it. And we also have many testimonies about it, you know. Uh, many times uh, we usually take it maybe after three months or six months, and the Lord will lead. So many times after we take it, we have experienced that people would get jobs, My. healing of bodies, even yeah. here in Addis. Yeah. Many times. Last year, I remember three three believers got job after communion ah, last year sir. yeah and some get a healing of their bodies right. and you know they revive in their face right. you know so holy communion and feet washing is real real you know the god has to show it to the prophet proper way yeah. so that it will it's it you know he even told us three things never leave baptism in the name of jesus christ feet washing and holy communion exactly these are the pillars of the church amen yeah yeah so those are the three ordinances we've been left and those are wonderful testimonies it's not just a uh, it's not just a ritual Mm -hmm. you know it's not just something you do it's it's supernatural when you approach it in the right attitude and in a in accordance with the word well thank you so much brothers for sharing that with us that's a great testimony It just thrilled my heart when I heard that testimony and I knew that I had to record it for the believers to hear on the podcast. Next is an interview that I had with Brother Mogus and Brother Asegid on the Monday after the meetings before I arrived here in Uganda. And uh, we just sat and talked about 
the wonderful things that the Lord did on the weekend and how the meetings were blessed, and we thank God for what he did amongst the people, and I'm sure you'll enjoy this discussion with Brother Mogus and Brother Asagid. So we're here with Brother Mogus and Brother Asagid talking about the latest events in Ethiopia. And we had some some uh, visitors in the service yesterday and uh, three pastors from churches. Were they local or near or from far away? Yeah, God bless you, Brother Tim. And uh, OK, yesterday we uh, on your way to Uganda, you had one service with us. That's on Sunday yesterday. And we were able to invite some uh, some people that we know of that we have uh, witnessed some time back. So yesterday, three pastors from a place called Tajera came in. That place is called, uh, I mean, that place is about 250 kilometers away from here. Okay. So we hosted them in the house, and they were they were in the service yesterday, as you noticed. And um, after that, we carried out, we carried on from where we took our point from where what we've been preaching. Okay. So we dealt with them about um, Elijah ministry this day, about Godhead, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and the message of the hour and the prophet of the hour. So they were impressed and they, they have said that um, they've never heard of such a such a thing. It's like uh, one of the, the one of them was saying that uh, it means I I, I I I should regret because I've <laughs> I, I've been in the in the in, in I've been um, like a preacher for many years, but I've never heard of uh, such a thing like this. Right. It really impressed him. And what did said, they think of the service? The service, they said, okay, in their area, they've never experienced such a time to take, uh, I mean, time to preach the word for a longer hours. They said uh, the longest preaching that happens is maybe 15 minutes or right. 20. Wow. The rest is just in singing and uh, in worship and also other things. Right. So they said they really appreciated, number one, they appreciated how, uh, how you took the word of course, they don't know what the message is, right. the, the, right. the approach of yeah. the word, yeah. and also the time you took and the, 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 the explanation, the teaching part, you, mm -hmm. they really it really imparted them. They, really, they were impacted by that positively. So they were they were eager to ask more questions. Amen. It triggered them to ask. So we it was about, I can for sure say, we took about three hours in the night okay. yeah, with them, with Brother Tesfa from Awasa. So they really were impressed, and they said they used to think baptism. You know, the Bible tells us in Matthew twenty-eight, right. verse nineteen, says, "Go into the whole world and baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit." You know, that one they think it is for the Gentiles, and this one is for you know. There are there is a, a way the nominations put it. Yeah. When we told them that how the prophet put it, they were impressed. Right. So they said, "We need to really take these things in our in our in our congregation." They said. Next time we shall uh, arrange uh, some groups together, like a, about maybe 20, 25 mm -hmm. groups. You will come and teach these things. Mm -hmm. And we've liked it. Amen. And we want to impress it. Right. Although they right. didn't say immediately that if even we, did, we didn't push them to be baptized. Sure. They could have sure. done it. But now. It has they, to be a revelation. Yeah. So they say they opened their hearts. Yeah. They, they said they opened their hearts and they opened their doors. Uh, they ministered in different churches. Wonderful. And the other one, one of them was in fact saying that I was, I was praying my house and the Lord to lead me somewhere. Yeah. He thinks that this is a leadership of God. Amen. To bring him to this way. 
Of course, so, it is the leadership. Yeah. <laughs> so it is not just a, a, a mere invitation. Right. So it, it must be God's leadership for him. Amen. So we and really they, appreciate. And they took some tracks home. Yeah, we did. They carried about. Uh, I don't know. Brother Naum tells me they have carried about uh, 20, 25 trucks. Yeah, very yeah. good. In the morning, he was escorting them. They carried the books and they really liked it. They appreciated it. And they said, this is what we need in this age. Amen. Not only for themselves, but this is what we lack, Amen. you know, in this age. They are seeing it, how the word is being approached. Right. How the revelation of the word, mm. you know, some of the things they used to hear it, but they've never heard of it this way. Sure. Yeah. Now the yeah. saints locally are doing quite well. I, I really feel they've really uh, embraced the word of God. They've, it's really been open to them. And you were saying they're witnessing and things. Because my my experience was, you know, and I want to I want to reiterate that to the saints that are listening, is that in 2018, 19, when I would visit before COVID, and in the church in Addis Ababa, there's maybe only 15 people that regularly was attending here. Mm-hmm. 15 believers. Mm-hmm. And now a regular service is how big? Yeah, regularly. Even yesterday, I I didn't count them, but uh, how many, like, brothers? Like, how many? More than 70. 80 uh, people have been attended. And uh, under normal circumstances, they would be like 50 every week. Right. Yeah, 50 right. Up. 70 there. And those are the regular believers. Yeah. Yes. No, I know because, and I'm correct in saying that back in, you know, those times, 18, 19, that was when I would visit, there was maybe 15. Is that right? Yeah. Maximum. If I can to explain this. Uh-huh. In those days, of course, we were fewer uh, in number, especially when Brother Buzz was around. We were a few families, about three, four families, and uh, who, are, who embraced the message right. and when we are still in the other place, we used to gather every Sunday, maybe 10 to 20, or five, 10 to 20, sometimes 25. You know, we were fewer. Although in outreach mission areas, there are different right. ones who have right. and got baptized and saved. But here in Addis Ababa, we were very few at that time. But through time, even in at the time of uh, Corona, it was really a challenging time. Sure. It was a testing time. Of course, many, some, some didn't, you know, pursue, but uh, the ones who were strong at that time, we stood the test. And through time, when we moved to this place and we, uh, you know, continued to gather more people to witness even right now, believers are getting the burden of right. expanding their own message to others. Yesterday, in other services, you could find every believer almost is busy to witness it to their neighbors. I could, uh, you know, it's very common. Uh, for me to see new people every services. Amen. I don't witness to all of them. Sure. They Others witness to them and they bring them. Sometimes they tell me there is a baptism today, yeah, yeah. which I have not preached to, which uh-huh. I don't even know. <laughs> even yesterday we were told there is a brother who is to be baptized, but we didn't know, no, we didn't fill the tank. Right. Yeah. Right. But we said, okay, we shall fill it. So, you know, baptisms and new, I mean, getting these new believers every service every day is a, a common thing right now Amen. because of now the mature believers are getting the burden upon themselves. It shows yeah. that the message is becoming real to the people. Sure. It's part of their life now. Yeah. It's not something they're trying to grasp or yeah. trying to incorporate into their Christian experience. Now they realize it is the Christian experience. Very true. And that's part of their everyday living. Yes. Amen. Very what very amazed true. me uh, in regards of the, uh, in our work areas, 
as you know, I am the president of the Bridge College. And in the, that college, uh, especially at IAT campus, one of the young uh, ministers at our church, uh, here, our brother, whose name is Naho, uh, with other brothers, they have started a fellowship on the message Wonderful. in Bridge College, at Bridge College. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, they always gather together on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, in the afternoon so that they preach the message. And because of that situation, uh, just nearly more than two or three uh, abil- uh, new souls have baptized. Sure. Amen. Yes. Wonderful. In the college. Yeah. You know, that's the way the message spread in Uganda. In the early days, there was a lot of everybody who was young. It was a lot of student union Bible studies and things, and the message began to be introduced, and many of them caught it. So they came out of these student unions. The same in the country of Ghana. I know that was the case there, and so these are the beginnings that God yes. uses. Yeah. Yeah. To give the general update of the mission works right now is that, uh, of course, we are based here in Addis Ababa. There is now I can say there is established church, and we want to appreciate. Uh, the brothers and whoever have the burden about it, but not only at this hour, but we are also taking the message out. Amen. The message have reached up to maybe 600 kilometers away from here. Amen. Recently, a brother who was with us here, who was with us, but relocated because of family to a place called uh, Babile. That is in Herat. That's in the east. We've mm-hmm. never been there. He went there. He was ministering this message and he sent me a picture that he, he baptized one soul there. <laughs> I'm yeah, a, a brother. Wonderful. In That's in the east. We've never been there. That's right. after Harar. Right. So other places, Shone, the brother, you remember Pastor Tesfa yesterday, yeah, Tesfa yeah. from Shone. Uh, the fellowship is continuing at his home, at his at the college. They are gathering, even they are asking about some chairs and some <laughs> some equipments right. for them to pursue the services every Wednesday and Sunday. Right. In other places, in Awasa, the believers are strong, Brother Tesfa. And brother Ephraim and brother Deresa, that's almost now a very cubed and strong church. Awasa yeah. is almost a strong church. Amen. A strong church. They have now reached a level where they can take mission trips themselves and move out and mm-hmm. go. And uh, you know, it's expanding in other areas. We are we are resuming to new areas. You know, venturing into new areas. Mm-hmm. The place that I mentioned to you earlier, that is Butajara. We've I've never been there. I don't know it. Yeah, I'm going to take a trip there. Right. Amen. Yeah. So there are many other places that is upcoming. And all this is because of a ministry is getting mature. It's sure, getting that's good. exactly right. So we really appreciate that. And uh, the message is, is maturing in Ethiopia. Yes. And we only had a short time, as you said, to start, Brother Mogus. I just stopped by on my way to Uganda. And uh, I thought we'd have a service. We had a service yesterday. We had a minister's gathering on Saturday and had a wonderful time of fellowship with the ministers. And so appreciate that. Now, Brother Mogus, yesterday we had some visitors arrive late from Debrezet. And uh, why don't you explain to the believers what, why they were late and, and what was their burden? And the fact that they even came was almost a miracle. Sure, Brother Tim. Yesterday, as in Ethiopia, there was a, a, a national day, like a festival for certain events. And, and that happens in their town. That is in Debrezet. That event is related uh, around next. So... People travel from all over the country to that place to celebrate that event. Right. So these believers, uh, you remember... But, but this event in the past has been turned political. Yeah. There's been rioting and even yeah. people killed. People were died because of stampede and 
different things. And so there's a lot of fear, fear. that relates with that. So yeah. nobody even tries to come out of his house. Right. At that point, everybody is, you know, suspicious and fearful. And, and so these believers, you remember how they came to the message? I mean, they they were there before when they are connected with us. Sure. They heard so, the message many yeah, years ago. Many years ago, and they were recorded. But, the, but it, nobody followed up with them. Yeah, they had a finish. Especially but, during COVID. Yeah, they had a finish. But one time, because of different circumstances, they couldn't pursue with it. Mm-hmm. But now, once they, after they were connected to us, especially after that convention we had last year, they become so fervent, and the families become to, some, some of them, they were already in there. Different churches, you know, went back and the sisters were in trousers and, you know, they were almost, you know, because there's no one to follow up after right. them. So after they came back to them, you could see now they are very strong and very fervent. Uh, I always say to know the value of this message or the, what this message has done in our life. And when you don't have it to experience, to have that experience, it's it's good to see these believers. Yeah. They, had, they know the message, but at one point, when they didn't have it, but now they suffered at that point. Sure. When they knew that now there is someone who they can restore back to, they became more serious than the previous. Wonderful. So, so yesterday, yeah, they knew you were coming, and there's a ministry. I mean, the service would go on, so they couldn't sit back at home. They, they couldn't to, stay home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to make sure that they wait a time. They find a way of coming out and get into a vehicle. Remember, they reached the church almost about 12, yes. midday. Yes. So they had to make sure to come and attend. Yeah, man. You know, and you find them, they are very fervent and serious right now. We have every Friday fellowship with them. Yeah. Because when this event comes up, and I sometimes miss they say, why do you miss? Why, do you miss? why, <laughs> why don't you have the fellowship today? They are all on my neck all the time. Yeah. So so they are very strong believers. I really thank God for Amen. They believe us in the Brazil and they are growing. They are bringing new ones, mm. new ones. Amen. And we baptized about, uh, about how many from that area now? About five, six, we, I guess we I baptized. I think it's been more than like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, like we count baptized, all of them. Yeah, we baptized after they restored. Right. These are new ones. These are after the convention last year. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we baptized some of them. And, and last year was, no, not last this, year, in May. Yeah, in this May. This in May of yeah. this year. So since May of this year, there's been... Almost ten baptisms. Not ten only. Yeah. We didn't finish about uh, twenty. Yes. No, church. but I mean in Debrezet. Yeah, in Debrezet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Debrezet, I guess maybe seven, six, seven, eight there. Yeah. And there are some who are ready right now. Right. And uh, in another place in Tundubolo, we baptized about eight. Right. In Addis Ababa, uh, as brother Segid was mentioning, some believers, some people who are taking services. I mean, studying the message in the college. Out of there, I think three. Then collectively, after the convention, I can say, uh, with the ones who are ready, even yesterday, the one, one, one convert who was ready to be baptized, we didn't right. know to prepare the, right. <laughs> the water. So I could say from that convention, even in Awasa, there are some um, converts who have been baptized. And Shone, there are people who are right. waiting our physical appearance there. Okay. So I could say about 25, I guess. Okay, guess, wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. that's since from May that, of this year. Yeah. Well, I just wanted you to share that because sometimes it's hard for people to grasp the little details that go into ministering to people. And I think what you uh, shared there with the people in Deborah Zed, sometimes it just takes laboring, spending time with people, teaching them, 
instructing them, preaching to them, and they, the word catches fire within them, and it changes their life. Thank you, Brother Moses. Maybe just one minute. It's when you think of about, uh, when I say about 20 souls have been baptized in Ethiopia, I'm speaking in the in perspective of Ethiopian context. It is a miracle. We are talking about a nation who does not know the message at all. Right. If right. it's maybe in Kenya or yeah. other African countries, sure. the message has been there. And people have known in one or another way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because life by itself testifies. Mm -hmm. So, but here in Ethiopia, we just began, the work began from, from I could say from, from zero or from, from yeah. no. Yeah. You know, you know, if you find one soul believing this message, it's a miracle for God. Sure, sure. It's a miracle. So Amen. this time what I am experiencing or what I'm witnessing, it is taking ground. Amen. Believers and brothers are taking the burden. That's right. Give it 10, 20 more years. Yeah. These thousands that are coming in Uganda, it will happen in Uganda. <laughs> I believe, I even prayed yesterday, God, don't take me away when I'm not wasting this. Yeah. It's happening in Uganda. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Mogus. Amen. So now you can see the burden of Brother Mogus. Amen. And so this is just a brief update for the believers, and we wanted everybody to hear how the, the Lord is continuing to work in Ethiopia. So God bless you. God bless you, brothers. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you for allowing us to witness. Amen. God bless you, Brother Tim. I want to take this time to appreciate all of you elders, Brother Tim. The elders in Cloverdale Bible, all of you and the believers all over the world, really appreciate your prayers, whatever uh, you do. And the Lord bless you and sustain you. Amen. Amen. We continue to rejoice in the great things that the Lord is doing in the country of Ethiopia. He has certainly raised up some real quality men to minister the word of God. And not just ministers, but believers in general that are just solid and love this message. The more that time goes on, the deeper they get into the Word, the more the Word becomes a reality in their lives. And so I hope that this a little bit of a recap from the very short trip into Ethiopia before we head into Uganda has been a blessing to you, as it has been a great blessing to me just to be with the brothers for a few days there in Ethiopia. God bless you, and Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. <laughs>